You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Yes, welcome to Mobile Rolling, the South Australian edition this week. It's a bright, sunny day in Adelaide, and we've got harness racing at Globe Derby today. Of course, we had harness racing there last night as well, and, of course, it is a big week in harness racing because we've got a, a feature night there at Globe Derby on Saturday night, and that, of course, is the Italian Cup. And to talk things, what are going to be happening on track on the night on Saturday night is is Mel Kittle, and Mel Kittle's our first guest here on Mobile Rolling. Good morning to you, Mel. Good morning, Tim. How are you going? Very good, thank you. Mel, before we touch on Saturday night, your background in harness racing, can you give the listeners a, a brief overview there? Yeah, yeah, my background, obviously, uh, I, I date back to even minor derby days, actually, from uh, Frank Smith was my great-great-grandfather and, um, yeah, brought up in, in harness racing. My brother, Jeremy, obviously, uh, still training. Um, yep. Treacherous for getting the cash again last night. So, um, yes. yeah, big background mm. in, in the in that in industry, and um, now my young fellow Jason's taken on uh, a role of uh, junior driver as well. So, yeah, it was bred into the sport, and um, yeah, probably can't get away from it, can we? <laughs> no, 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 that's right. And and Jeremy, how many horses has Jeremy got now, Mill? Uh, he's only got a few in work at the moment. He always has a small team. Um, as I'm sure you're aware, they don't stay long if they can't perform with Jeremy, in Jeremy's stable. So um, he, he likes to pick and choose what he takes and has a good uh, connection with a few um, over, uh, over the border in, uh, in Victoria. So done a good, done a good job with him. But, um, yeah, only picks a few because he works also full-time and he's got a family of his own. So, um, yeah, just picks the, the odd few. And I think he could have, could have a lot more than he, than he needs. But, mm. uh, yeah, tries to keep it to about probably four maximum. And I think he's got three in the work at the moment. He's doing a great job with the treacherous, as you said there. She won again last night. Um, Mel, the Italian Cup background, give the listeners a bit of a, a history there on the Italian Cup. I know you're doing some stuff on the social media platform at the moment in regards to Saturday night, but where does the, where does the name the Italian Cup come from? Yeah, it's an old... It's an old com, comes from a long way away, actually. I have to get a bit more history on it, but um, I think when we grew up, it was always the Italian Cup was a massive night. Um, you know, it was a big night in, in harness racing and... Um, you know, the Italian history, uh, when you look into it, there's a lot of Italian background in harness racing and um, mm. we wanted to focus on that a little bit um, this this year. Um, it's been taken on this year by SA Quattro, so um, the guys there have obviously uh, got control of the night from Harness Racing SA, which is really good to see. They're all volunteers, but um, they've really tried to focus on the Italian theme. Um, obviously, last year we had it as our heat um, the first heat into the SA Cup final. So it was actually the first mm. heat into the, the new series, um, won by uh, Jimmy Mack. So, um, mm. you know, we had a little bit of insight into it there, but um, we've tried to make it real a real feature this year, um, go back to like it used to be. It used to have, you know, really a uh, real, real draw card back into SA Harness Racing. So um, we've put a bit of effort into this night, um, trying to have, you know, focus on the Italian theme but maybe bring people back mm. to the track that haven't been for a while mm. yeah it's a great idea and i guess for the mums and dads that are driving along out there at the moment uh, in their cars or listening wherever they're listening from uh, as you said we're trying to make it a family night as well so what sort of things can the, the families expect on track there on saturday night yeah um options are uh you know up to you you can come out and just bring the family and sit on the lawn uh, like the old days sit in the grandstand sit on the lawn we do have limited spaces available uh, in the jubilee room for 
um, the packages there, which is, I think, um, catered by Jive Cafe. Uh, very limited tables at the moment. So I think they're 300, about 300 bookings at mm. the moment um, in that room. So, um, but, yeah, get on board if you want to get on to that. Um, so that'll be, obviously, Italian-based uh, food uh, catered by mm. the big man. It's going to be a little man after 300 meals, I think. Um, Tony's going to be on to <laughs> that. So um, that's your options, and there'll be other food track side. But um, come and sit on the lawn. There's going to be stuff for the kids. Uh, I think uh, they're talking about bubbles and balloons and stuff like that. Um, there's going to be stuff for um, for viewing all night. So there's going to be a lot of entertainment on track. Um, we start with things like the usual. So the pony races are obviously going to be on board. Um, I think uh, Mark Hastings track side is going to have a crack at calling one of them. So that'll be entertaining itself, okay. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got fashions on the field for the kids um, and adults. So it starts from um, juniors. Um, So the little fellas get a crack at the fashions on the field. Any uh, any junior that comes in the fashions on the field gets a prize. So every every player wins a prize as far as the kids go. Um, The major Mm -hmm. prize at the end of the night though is five hundred dollars to the winner. Mm-hmm. So that'll be worth it. It goes into categories. Obviously, we've got uh, the foals, and then we go up to the fillies, to the broodmares, and then to the stallions. So enter into any mm-hmm. of those categories. There's great prizes on board. Um, but, yeah, like I said, overall, uh, winner is a $500 prize. But we've got, um, you know, a lot going on uh, for the family. There's a band inside. Fortune X is our band that we've got on course as well. Um, mm-hmm. We've got... Uh, Life After Racing representation of uh, Julius Art, which is an old horse, um, I think trained by uh, Aaron Bain and Jake Webster at the time um, of Summit Bloodstock. Um, This horse didn't actually have a great race history, but um, really good story now. It's actually um, going great guns uh, in the show world. So, you know, I I don't think, I think this is a good focus because it's not always the the fast ones that have trouble finding a home. It's uh, Mm. sometimes the slow ones, and this was a slow one. So this is a really Mm. good story. He's going to lead out the Italian Cup field. Um, we've got mobile so, uh, mobile rides, obviously in the mobile during the race. So however many races we have, obviously we'll draw them out of a hat and someone, or oh, however many races, so we hope eight lucky people will have a, a ride in the mobile. That's mm. something you've never done before. Probably sounds a bit boring, but um, sitting behind the mobile, we've never done it. It's actually a really good experience um, to, to see a start of a race like that. So um, that'll be another mm. draw card. And I know I've spoken to you about this uh, as well, is the... Uh, the double sulkies are back in action. So I don't know if you remember years ago, we used to have a few double sulky races. So two seats uh, on the bike. We'll have a driver, obviously a professional driver, uh, in the cart of uh, our horses. And then obviously um, the other seat will be for a passenger. Um, so if you've never been yep. behind one of these guys at full speed, this might be your chance. If you're a little bit uh, worried about the full mm-hmm. speed, maybe not the caper for you. But um, that's another thing mm-hmm. we've got to excite the crowd, and that'll be the same. It'll be draw, a few drawn out of the hat, and there will be a few. I think Mark Ace yeah. is going to have a go, and a few celebrities as well. So mm-hmm. that should be uh, entertaining for the whole crowd. Yeah, one thing about Globe Derby, Mel, is that there's plenty of space here on the grass, so families are thinking about coming out. There's, there's lots of space. It's going to be, I think, 28 degrees we're looking at on Saturday at this stage. So the weather will be absolutely superb, and, and have got that space to sit down out the front. And as you said, if people don't want to dine in, in the Jubilee Room, they can uh, get other food options out the front near the grass? Yeah, exactly. There'll be other food on track, um, and the usual will have the barbecue going as well. The usual food upstairs, which you can book in with um, with the club as well. So if you usually eat out mm-hmm. there and you want to book up there rather than in the Jubilee, that's totally fine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is other options on track on the night as well uh, for the family. Um 
I don't. I think the only limit on food, as far as uh, the club goes, is alcohol. So if you wanted to bring your own snacks, yeah. I don't think that's uh, frowned upon either. So bring a chair and, and mm. sit on the lawn or whatever you like to do. Um, the only other option, uh, the other the other draw card, I think, is a great one. One eight hundred got junk. Uh, Rob Kerno's uh, sponsored a wheelie bin race. So. This is a, mm. something very new. Uh, I think uh, anyone that follows a little bit of racing would have seen it in uh, Queensland recently, but we've added uh, the addition, obviously, to make it Italian Cup. You've got to carry a pizza box. So anyone that yeah. wants to get involved in this can. This is an open field. Um, you don't have to be involved mm. with harness racing. You don't have to. You can get your own family together. But um, the main draw card to this is the prize for the winning team is $800. So there's four in a team, wow. $200 each. Thanks to Rob Kerno and, and the 1-800-GOT-CHUNK team. He got on board, obviously, because of the wheelie bins. It's good, good promotion for mm. him. He's a, he picks up junk and um, the addition of pizza boxes. So the initiative behind this, um, 200 metres, the 200-metre race, 50 metres each, so a relay race, obviously. Every 50 metres, you add a pizza box, and it's the first team over the line with four pizza boxes and the wheelie bin wins. You can't drop the boxes, obviously. If you drop the boxes, you've got to pick them back up and... And run again, but um, the big draw card for this year, $800 for the winner, 200 for second. Um, if we get more than, I think, about six in a heat, um, we will run heats and there'll be a final, obviously. But at the moment, I think I've got already te- uh, five teams nominated. So people are uh, getting teams together still. They've got till Wednesday to nominate. Obviously, the fields will come out Wednesday and I'll have a little bit more of an idea of um, mm. on what times and stuff like that. But... Yeah, if you want to have a bit of cash, if you've got some mates at home and you want to go for a, a run and have a bit of a laugh, um, yeah, get on board this too. This is going to be a, a little bit of a laugh, I think, and, and great fun for the night. And we should point out too, Mel, it's all free. You don't have to pay to get into Globe Derby on Saturday night. You can bring the family. It's all free. You come out on track. Obviously, you exactly. have to buy your food, etc. If you want to, if you want to buy food on the night and drinks, but um, it, it's free entertainment on the night. Hundred percent, all free. Come in, have a bring the family. If you haven't been for a while, you remember the old days, you remember smoking up and you remember the SA Cups, um, mm. the Inter Dominions, you know. We're, we're obviously not going to draw those sort of crowds again, but come back on track. I do. We do have a lot of table bookings for people that haven't been to the trots for a while and bringing family, friends or uh, work groups, etc. anything like that. But, you know, it's going to be a great night. Come and sit on the, on the lawn, you know, have a few drinks, uh, have a laugh. It'll be a great night. But, yeah, free entry, so come in. Tell your friends. Tell your friends where you're going and come yep. and have a great night. And if you haven't been to the trots for a while, we're hoping that this will all, all pull together for a great night and this will be the night to come back and, and see if you still love it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be a, a fantastic night, Mel, and, and we really appreciate you coming on Mobile Rolling this morning to point out exactly what's going on. It seems like there's going to be a lot happening on the night and I look forward to You're catching up with you. <laughs> It worries me a bit, too. I, I hope they haven't overfaced ourselves here, but uh, hopefully we can pull it off on the night. And, yeah, again, thanks to Harness Racing SA and, of course, SA Botcher. SA Botcher's all volunteers. Um, they've pulled together mm. for this, and we've had a lot of people behind the scenes helping out, and um, we can't thank them all enough. But, yeah, like everyone in the industry is putting a little bit for this as well, and let's hope we can pull it together and, and have a great night. All right, Mel, look forward to it. Thank you. No worries. Thanks, Jim. Rightio. So Dean Elliott, the CEO of Harness Racing SA, is about to join us to talk for the next five or six minutes. Dean, uh, good morning to you. Hello there, Tim. You got me quite excited talking about Italian Cup on Saturday night. Plenty of activities on and off course um, for, for yeah, well, the kids I'm... and the adults and everyone in attendance. Yeah, I'm excited too, Dean. It's going to be a great night and uh, lots to look forward to out there on Saturday night. As we said, it's going to be good weather, good racing and lots of entertainment. So there's no excuses for the families not to pack up the car and and get the kids out there on the lawn on Saturday night. There's going to be lots of entertainment going on there on Saturday. Dean, I wanted to talk to you first of all this morning about 
There was a big meeting at Globe Derby last Sunday that you were involved in, and, and that's in regards to... Uh, there was something published this morning in the Advertiser in regards to uh, the sale, I guess, of some of the property around Globe Derby. Can, can you enlighten the listeners to what actually happened there last Sunday? That's right, Tim. So last Sunday, a special meeting took place to vote on moving forward with the property development there um, with some parcels of land at, at Globe Derby. Um, as we know, Tim, there, there's hardly a, a race club in any code throughout Australia that, that makes um, a sustainable profit from racing-related activities. They all need to um, source other non-race day revenue streams and utilise their assets. And in this term, in this case, uh, the property. And, and um, in my eyes, it's something that is much needed. Um, and Globe Derby, they've got the, the asset there in place. They've just needed the partner to help them come along on the journey and, and having the with the Seymour group there in place um, they put forward a very good case set it up by Daniel Farquhar who's actually Kevin Seymour's grandson um, and they put mm -hmm. forward a, a strong case there at the meeting um, which then went to a vote um, the members needed a needed a two-thirds majority and I can advise I'm sure it's already been well publicized that they they did receive that I think it was between 72 and 73 percent of the vote they got um, uh, as a yes to move forward with that with that property development. So um, there won't be sort of happening anything happening in the next couple of days. It's, it's a quite a long process as you as you'd respect. But mm. um, I think over the next 12 months, with plans and everything moving forward, um, they can start to lay out the future for for Globe Derby, where there'll be up to 22 lots on that Port Wakefield side of the property get uh, get transferred into. Uh, commercial real estate, the majority of which will be sold off with the club to retain a couple of key parcels of land that they can uh, lease to some bigger businesses and and create that um, ongoing revenue stream to keep the to keep the club financially strong and stable and and, and moving forward. So um, that's that's really the crux of it. It's something that is much needed. Um, uh, someone did ask me, Tim, on the weekend, what's the what's the negative from this? And honestly. The, the negative mm. is that it didn't happen 15 years ago. Um, uh, yep. we, we, yeah, the club really needs to move forward and create a, a business model that, that is able mm. to get them to stand on their on their own two feet. And I think this will this will allow them the greatest opportunity to do that. And with a with an ally and a, and a supporter with Kevin Seymour by their side, with a renewed repaired relationship with HRSA, adding that further layer of mm. support. And, and combine all of that business acumen and uh, and we can move forward together and, and, and make the most of this development. Yeah, look, from an outside person looking in, Dean, it, it looks like, you know, it, this is this is the smart way to move forward. You know, Globe Derby sells off some of that land. They get some money in the bank. They're sustainable long-term. They pay off the debt to Mr Seymour, who's helped them out, you know, tremendously well over the years. And, 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 you know, Kevin Seymour's been such a, a huge supporter of harness racing Australia-wide. And, um, you know, I'm sure Globe Derby are very thankful that he's come on board. And, and this just makes sense on all, on all areas, really, because Globe Derby do get to, to put some money in the bank and, and they can upgrade some facilities and use that money where they need to down the track. And, you know, if you're, you're having some commercial businesses on the outside of the track and, and let's say down the track they get something like a, a KFC or or a roadhouse or something like that on the outside of the skirts of the track, well, there are people driving to that place. They may just actually come into the trots and actually come in and have a look around. Well, that's a really good point as well, isn't it, Tim? If you can create a bit of a precinct feel around the place, then uh, then the flow-on effects there could be 
really beneficial at the moment. It's almost hidden for the Port, from the Port Wakefield side for people that know mm. um, that side of town that visit frequently. Um, it is almost hidden by that a lot of greenery. And, and I know greenery is very important with the city of Salisbury and, you know, things like that will be looked at in the planning stage just to make sure that um, that everything is uh, is moving forward in, in a way that pleases everyone and, and all the key stakeholders involved, which the the other one that probably needs to mention is, is government as well, because with that parcel of land um, that gets developed, um, we'll need to relocate the training track um, and if that mm. can fall into our plans um, that in, include repairing and um, regenerating the racetrack, um, then, then, uh, and we can move parallel, forward parallel with that um, on, on those projects as well. So we'll be starting a working group with um, some participants, mm. some HRSA reps, and also some SAHRC, some Globe Derby reps, to move forward on a working plan there with with the training track, with the racetrack. Um, and as we submit, mm. um, as we submit those plans to government to to achieve some funding for that as well, because um, yes, we want the club to be sustainable. Um, and then from HRSA and I'm sure the industry's point of view, we need our participants and everyone involved to be confident in our product mm. and in the training facilities moving forward. That not only can we um, maintain those, but we can. Uh, let's be honest. We need to upgrade those as well. Um, to be able to move forward and to give people the confidence to replenish their stocks and so forth. So there are a lot of moving mm. parts and it doesn't work unless all the key stakeholders are involved closely and jointly and, uh, and I'm confident and I'm enthusiastic to report that we certainly are. And, um, and, and yeah, onwards mm. and upwards we go. Yeah, very positive stuff there, Dean. I know we've got Wodonga pressing in four minutes. Give us a quick rundown about the announcement at Mount Gambier during the week. We'll try and get somebody on from the club down there at Mount Gambier as we get closer towards Cup Day. But there was an announcement came out over uh, the last week about uh, some mini premiership series. Yeah, that's right. There's there's five more meetings there until they have their winter break, Tim. So that, that'll take place over a 10-week period, which includes their standalone Mount Gambier Cup meeting on Saturday night, March the 4th, which I'm really looking forward to getting down to. We mm. thought that let's create a bit of a mini premiership similar to what we've done with Port Piri. Um, and instead of looking at ways to sort of increase this race or that race with some prize money, which we've sort of already done and we've addressed that, we thought let's pay back to the participants, the, the trainers and the owners directly and give them a chance to own um, some, some additional funds um, that will essentially reward participation and success at Mount Gambier. So we really need Victorians of cross-border participation at Mount Gambier to get these meetings up um, and vice versa as well, like the likes of Hamilton and those Western District mm. meetings often get up to half of their horses from the southeast. So um, it's a mutually beneficial relationship. And at the moment, we just need to ensure that we're maximising our representatives from across the border so that we can get these meetings as strong um, as possible and and this is mm. part of the idea behind it if we can throw some extra funds and a bit of a let's just face it a bit of a a bit of a carrot um at some of the bigger trainers there with that, that will be able to um that will be able to to fill those fields up so all of that is on our website and as you said maybe simon phillips the president of mac gambia would be great to come on and talk about that concept and mm. also how it ties into their cup meeting because it they are very proud about their cup meeting and they've got some big plans this year and we've got a really good program of racing and I'm sure some a few bits and pieces off track as well. And wasn't it great timing as well, Tim, to see that great representation last night from the southeast at Globe Derby. Mm. It just shows how they do bat above their average and they are great horse people. Um, and, and while they might be small in numbers, they're, they're high in quality 
and you just look mm. at some of those horses that won last night. I mean, Rikiro Storm's a really exciting horse, and as we know, Jaws of Lincoln, um, yeah. he was just dominating last night, wasn't he? A bit of a scary one. Oh. His rival's coming going forth, isn't he? And, and even Van Mara as well, returning to the winner's stall. So great to see them, um, the, the South East able to re- represent with flying colours, as they always do when they come to Globe Derby. Yeah, they certainly do. Greg Scalfwood had a great night last night. Stephen Fennell had a winner as well. So, um, yeah, no doubt about it. They they support the uh, the Globe Derby meetings, and and obviously we want uh, the Victorian trainers to uh, to get over and support the Mount Gambia uh, races that are coming up. Those five meetings, and of course the Cup is coming up, as you said, early early March. So. Uh, it's uh, March the 4th, which is under a month away. I'll actually be going down for that as well, Dean. So um, we will definitely try and get Simon on in the next couple of weeks as we approach the uh, Mount Gambier Cup because it is a big night. I've been down there for a few meetings down there. In fact, I called my first ever harness meeting at Mount Gambier going back a long, long time ago. So I, I know the track very well, Dean, and I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back and um, calling the cup. Great. Well, is the statue still up there? Um, or have they torn it down? There's no statue, unfortunately, Dean. Uh, listen, thanks for coming on the show, Dean. We've got to run. Wodonga Race 1's coming up, but we'll chat soon, OK? Great. No, any time. Pleasure to be on.